Galatians chapter 6 verse 6 we continue Okay, just wait a little while for others to join us. Galatians 6 verse 6. It says, let him who receives instruction in the word, in the word of God, share all good things with his teacher. Oh, I think I like the Amplified. It's much more, it's easier to read. It says, let him who receives instruction in the word of God, share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his support verse now let's go to um philippians chapter 4 verse 18 philippians 4 verse 18 those of you who are just joining us we started a study concerning giving that is what we are continuing Philippians chapter 4 verse 18 Philippians 4 verse 18 it says can you display that for me it says but I have and more I have everything I need and I'm amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus, the gift you sent me, they are the fragment order of an offering and sacrifice which God welcomes and which he delights. Now watch that carefully. He said he received something from Epaphroditus and this is what God welcomes and which God delights in. So Apostle Paul was their teacher. So what happened? They were blessing him. 
Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 11. First Corinthians nine verse eleven. First Corinthians nine verse eleven. It is if we have sown spiritual good among you, is it too much if we reap from your material benefits? This is Apostle Paul asking. We have sown spiritual things among you. Is it too much? So you have to understand who are those who minister spiritual things to us? These are your pastors. These are your men of God. Also, Romans chapter 15, verse 27. Romans 15, verse 27. Yeah, Romans 15, verse 27. I'm going to answer your questions. Romans 15, verse 27. Can we be fast? It says, They were pleased to do it, and surely they are in debt to them. For if these Gentiles have come to share in their spiritual blessings, then they ought also to be of service to them in material blessings. Talking about Paul's ministry to the Gentiles, says they are obliged to support Apostle Paul. That is Romans chapter 15. You know, we build scriptures on scriptures to prove the point. You see, this is, look at First Timothy chapter 5 verse 18. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 18. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 18. Have Gilbert gone on break? Is this Okay, that is not first Timothy chapter five verse eighteen. It says, For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox when it is treading out the green. And again, the laborer is worthy of his high. It says the laborer, the laborer is worthy of his reward that is another word there the laborer is worthy of his reward now next question how much should we give or what measure or how do we give is it as i am led yes led by the written word of god now in a case where um a man of god will have to force people to give 10,000, 2,000, 5,000 is not scriptural at all, at all. Now, there are other cases where people 
come together to make contributions that is different you get it they are all they are all agreeing to make a certain amount that is different but in the case where they are being called to present if you have 10,000 20,000 come out you see scripturally wrong now look at second corinthians chapter 8 verse 2 to 3 second corinthians chapter 8 verse 2 to 3 I want the KJV and the Amplified. So the Amplified or the KJV first and one of them. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 2 to 3. Let me read the KJV first. It says, How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. Now look at what it means. This, for in the midst of an ordeal of an ordeal of severe tribulation, their abundance of joy and their depth of poverty together have overflowed in wealth of lavish generosity on their part. KJV said they were willing, they did it voluntarily. For as I can bear witness, they gave according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, says they did it voluntarily. They did it voluntarily. They gave of their own will. So, you see, they gave beyond their convenience, sacrificially, even in need they gave. This is the grace of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6-7. to Second Corinthians chapter nine verse six verse seven. It says, "But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he had purposed in his heart, so let him give." not gradually or of necessity for God loveth a cheerful giver bountifully means bountifully so it means give well cheerfully means laugh laugh be happy when doing it let me read this amplified it says let each one give as he has made up his own mind do you see that you give as you have made up in your say and purpose in his heart not reluctantly like as if they are forcing you or sorrowfully or under compulsion hey my last one said you have given it my last no 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 he says for god loves he takes pleasure in he takes pleasure in prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful that means joyous prompt to do it giver a cheerful giver whose heart is in his giving see a cheerful giver is somebody whose heart he gave with his heart this is how we give in the New Testament. We give without crying. <laughs> After you have given to the man of God, you go and sit down somewhere and cry. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> See, listen. 
There's no freedom to be loose when it comes to giving. Lazy and like a dastical about giving because you feel you are not under the law. You see, New Covenant, New Testament Christians say, oh, we are not under the law, so nobody can force us. It doesn't mean you should be lazy in giving. You should be like a dastical in giving. Okay, the law says you should give 10%. So I must give. No, you can give more than ten percent. You can give more than ten percent. So the New Testament says you should give, not reluctantly. You should give as you have made up your mind to give. You can give less. You can give more according to how you have. As you are doing it, you are happily doing it. If you know you will not be happy whilst giving, don't then don't give. Do you see that? So once, if you can remember from all the places that we are reading from, you notice that they gave according to their ability. They sold their houses, their lands. Today, if a member of his church will sell his land and share the money to his church members, they will say, the man of God have cast him or the man of God have manipulated them. Listen, you are to give more when you have more, just like Paul. You see, that is why the Lord has given you more. You are to give more when you have more. Just like Paul. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. You're welcome, you're welcome. We are taking a steady concerning giving. After this, I'm going to take your questions. It says, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. It says, please, come on, be fast. It says, Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God had prospered him. That there be no garden when I come. He says, You see that as you prosper, you give more. As God has prospered him. Do you see that? As God has prospered him. That is how we give in the New Testament. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 18. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 17 to 18. On this first day of each week, let each one of you personally put aside something and save it up as he has prospered so that no collections will need to be taken after I come. First, that was um, the previous verse. The next one is First Timothy chapter 6 verse 17 to 18. He says, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works. Do you see that? That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Do you see that? Ready to distribute. Willing 
to communicate. The Amplified says, As for the rich in this world, charge them not to be proud and arrogant and contemptuous of others, nor to set their hopes on uncertain riches, but on God who richly and ceaselessly provide with us with everything for our enjoyment. Do you see that? Ready to share, generous. Okay. So as you prosper, you give more. You see, the rich were given special in- instructions. You must give. This shows they didn't become rich by giving. Do you see that? They were already rich. Okay. Are you here with me? So the people that he was telling to give, they were already rich. It's not as if they were not rich. And then he said, give so that you become rich. That would have been a lie. Do you see that? They were already rich. <laughs> they are not given to become rich. Do you see that? So that idea of you giving to become rich is a lie. They were already rich. So rather, they must give because they are rich. So that is why, listen, your church saints or your spiritual leaders, they must be blessed because God has blessed you. Do you see that? They must be blessed because God has blessed you. That is why First Timothy, I told you today, get ready for more Bible verses. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. I think this is the first time I'm teaching exhaustively on giving. Okay, that is good. At least we'll have a teaching on giving in our archives. It says, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of Tobu Hana, especially they will labor in the word and doctrine. Double means double. Double means double. Everything na double, double. Double means double. It's a measure. Whatever you give to others, when you want to give to your pastor, says you double it. For example, I I don't receive salary from my church. Okay? But I'm a salary worker. Okay? So when I receive my salary, if I'm to give others, maybe my dad, my mom, 50 cities, 100 cities, when I'm to give to my church, I have to double it. I have to give 100. Do you see that? I am giving to my church, I double it. I'm giving to my man of God, I double it. I don't just give anyhow to a man of God no I'm rounding up be preparing your questions now for the New Testament it is not saying 10% it is saying sacrificially cheerfully ah. some people as they are giving to the man of God they say ah Father, as I am releasing this money to this man of God, be multiplying it, be multiplying it to my account. Hey, 
<laughs> if you want it to be multiplied, go and invest it. Put it in investment so that it will multiply. Do you see that? But once you are giving to a man of God, let it be sacrificial. Cheerful. You are happily doing it. Amen. Now, look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. This is very key. I want to show you, once you know these things, your heart will be settled. This is where I'm going to stop for today. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. He says, can you display that for me? Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Thank you, Jesus. This, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God shall supply. So, my God will not supply your need when you give 10% of your tithe, sorry, of your salary as tithe. That's not what he's saying. He's not saying that he will supply it because you are paying tithe. No. He says he, generally, that is his work. He is a good God. He will do it. Not because you have given. Do you see that? So, the reason why God will bless you is not because you have given somebody or a man of God hand rested. He will do it because you are his child. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, he supplies our needs. Not according to our seed, but his freely given blessings in Christ. And we walk in the new covenant when we demonstrate his life and nature by giving. Do you see that? We demonstrate his life as we walk in the New Testament covenant of giving. Amen. I hope you are blessed. Say, I am a product of the new covenant. I give unconditionally. I give sacrificially and cheerfully because God meets my needs. Say it for yourself. I am a product of the new covenant. I give unconditionally. I give sacrificially and cheerfully because God meets my needs. That must be stuck into your mind. I give unconditionally. I give sacrificially and cheerfully because God meets my needs. I hope that is fine. I hope that is fine. I hope you have been blessed. Are you guys there? I hope you have been blessed. You have learned a lot. Now, it's time for me to take your questions. I'm ready. You can... Go ahead. 
and ask your questions or did I answer your question somehow just go ahead and ask your questions Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Any question? Any question? Any question? Okay, if there's no question, then we would just end it here. I thought um, Blessed wanted to ask a question. Or are you okay now? This is a very, very good question. This is, Papa, a burden has been placed on my heart to give to help building in Kenya, but I would overdraft my account. I believe that the Lord supplied on my needs. Is this wise? Very, very good question. Let's start from the word burden, 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 burden. What does it mean when we say burden? Normally, that word, that, that word is used to describe a load. You see, a load that has been placed on an animal. So, when you feel a burden, it means a responsibility has been placed upon you. Has been placed upon you or heavy weight has been placed upon you. You feel the urge to give. Now, there are a lot of burdens that we feel. For example, when I walk into the hospital, I have a burden for the sick. And I feel that they would all be healed immediately. When I go to the prison, I feel a burden for those in the prison. That they will just release them immediately. Now, the question is, I have a burden to give. There is, I think it's a church, right? The church in Kenya needs support. But I don't have the money to support. I have to go for a loan, right? Something like a loan. It says, I have to go for a loan so that I can give. Is this wise? Remember, when I was teaching, I said, you should give according to how God has blessed you. You should give according to your riches. You see, and this burden does not replace scriptures. 
because you have a burden does not replace scriptures it does not um put you in a tight position no no so once you don't have enough money that you need to go and borrow to me that is wrong if you have the money then you give if you have the money to give to support then you give but if you think you want to go and borrow to put yourself in much more need that is not wise I would say So give according to how God is prospering you. You don't need to put yourself in a very, very tight position. Okay. You don't have to put yourself in a very tight position. You get it? I know in those days, they used to ask questions like this. Um, what if I have to pay my tithes? I have to pay my tithe and um, I have to pay my tithe and then as I'm going they called me that my son is sick in the hospital and they need a certain amount should I take out from my tithe and go and pay the hospital bill I said no don't pay go and pay your tithe leave your son to die <laughs> leave your son to die <laughs> may the Lord give you understanding you see your son is in the hospital dying yes you already have a need you have to quickly assist your son pay his bill do you see that when you have more you can give Giving should not be a burden to you. If we say sacrificially, it doesn't mean, it means you give in a way that you feel it. For example, you have 100 cities and then you are giving 80 cities or 70 cities. You really need it. You, need, you, you really need everything but you bypass some of the things that you need to actually give that is sacrificial yeah you're welcome you should always know that god would always bless you teach you feed you through people he has assigned over you so always be following because he will always speak to you true men uh, where is um i'm waiting for your question um jennifer jennifer where are you i'm waiting for your question is there any other question so now somebody may ask should we pay tithes or we should not pay tithes that is what i've already answered you can even give more than that 10 percent it is your responsibility as a christian to give 
to your church, to your pastors, it's your responsibility. As you give according to as you have, as you can give, do you see that? So it's not, you see, that is why it is a New Testament. It is, it has not placed, it is not a burden being placed on your neck. If you don't do it, you will die. I know a lot of people will go to Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to use it to deceive Christians. That is why I purposely did not bring it in to show you that you can teach given without even going to Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. If I want you to give now, there's a way I will teach the scriptures and I will put fear into your heart. And you'll be forced to give, but actually you have not given. You see, so the New Testament teaching us, we give freely. Any other question, please? Should I pay tight or should I not pay? Pay. Pay. Give. It is needed that you give to your church. But give according to how you can give. Yes, I want to round up. More questions? Yeah, you can ask, you can ask, you can ask the questions. I think I still have about seven minutes more. So answer these questions. This is so should i give to my church before others in need yeah so now your church is primarily your assignment you get it other people who are not in the church on the streets are not really your responsibility but according to God's word, I've, I don't need to go back to start opening those verses again. You get it? So you see that people who you should give, because Jesus Christ even said, as long as you do it to the least of my brethren, you have done it unto me. Not unbelievers. Believers. First. You see, always prioritize your giving. Somebody should not be suffering in your church and yet you overlook to give somebody outside. I'm not saying you should not help, but prioritize your giving. Next question says, please, so the tithe shouldn't so the tithe shouldn't be specifically one tenth, but according to what I can give. Exactly. 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 Always give according to what you can give. Now, one thing is this. Listen. Um, you see, I think I've already touched on this also, but let me just shed more light on it. You see, the tithe 
necessarily in the Old Testament was not money. You see, they gave food substances and other materials to the Levites. God instructed them to do that, to give their product, their farm produce, one-tenth of it to the Levites. You get it? But today, you can't... Well, you can do it if you wish, if you wish, you see. But then, it was not necessarily talking about money. But in our time, money is more dominant. See? So, you can choose to give 50 cities if you have 100 cities. You can choose to give 90 cities. Don't say, I must give one-tenth. You are no, you are no longer under any law. In fact, that law was not even given to you in the first place. It wasn't given to you. It was given specifically to the Israelites. You see, that is why we must study the word of God carefully. Some things we should know what is said to the Israelites and what is being said to you as the Christian for today. To told them, they should do that. They should give one tenth. To their Levite, do you see that it was not given to you? But you see, because giving is a necessary thing because we want the kingdom of God to be established, we are sensing a need in the body of Christ, we are sensing a need in our church for us to meet that need. The way to meet that need is to give. Do you see that I am giving? Not because I am being commanded, I must be one. No, I have identified that there is a need in my church, so I need to give. I can even give more than half, you see, according to how I can give. Now it says, What if I am connected to two churches? What if I'm connected to two churches? Okay, what I usually, um, prescribe is that um you should i know that um that the both churches are both churches of christ church of god you get it we are being blessed by both churches but somehow there's a particular church among the two of them that is really blessing you more you, 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 do you see that there's a particular church that is really teaching you more helping you more to be much more effective so you have to identify that particular church and support that church. You should give where you are being fed. You should give where you are being fed. Do you understand that? Okay. Is there any other question? any other question on this okay i hope this is clear the knowledge of his word makes us effective helps us no more if there's no other question, then we'll just round up for today. Every time 
you receive the light of God's word, you become much more effective in your Christian walk. It helps you to be much more effective. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you have learned today. We are blessed. And our lives can never ever remain the same. Thank you, Jesus. Let's sing that again. The knowledge of your word. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. 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 By the grace of God, I'll see you tomorrow. We are blessed. We are increased. Our lives will no more remain the same. I am pro- I am a product of the new covenant. I give unconditionally. I give sacrificially. And I give cheerfully. Because God meets my needs. Amen. See you tomorrow. God bless you all.